Recently, I was talking with a guy who has significant international experience in business and things of that nature. And <clears throat> as we were talking about the process of, of doing business in other countries, uh, his comment was really sly, but extremely observant and sadly very factual. And that was, that's just not the way you do it in Africa. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. Now, the truth of the matter is, that's just not the way you do it in Africa. It's not necessarily about Africa specifically. It's more about the fact that in all reality, and we've seen it across the globe, humanitarian aid goes into a country where there's genocide or there's local war, there's civil war, there's tribal war, and humanitarian aid goes in and drops off pallets of food or pallets of money or pallets of clothes or whatever. And the local tribesmen who are already fighting over this stuff now confiscate it all for their own and they do with it what they wish. Maybe they control it, maybe they destroy it, maybe they sell it. What was meant for free for those in need becomes a tool of manipulation for others. There's a big word that kind of encompasses all that. It's called corruption. Now, corruption is a, it's a bad thing. It really is just a to oversimplify it, it's a mismanagement of resources. It's a mismanagement of human resources. That's like a boss who tells his receptionist to run personal errands for him when she's actually paid by the company to do something entirely different than that, or he is paid by the company to do something entirely different than that. <clears throat> it's a mismanagement of financial resources, money being moved into a, <clears throat> say, a slush fund or a cash box or something of that nature that can be used for other than what it's designed to be used for. It's uh, a mismanagement of the ability and the leverage and the talent of a company to do what that organization was designed to do. Now, sadly, it doesn't stop at just big politics. I mean, that happens all the time. People get into a position of power and they use their position of power to manipulate people around them, to create financial gain, to sell a bunch of books, to create a new platform for themselves when they're out of office. Uh, in certain places, all of the government leaders are not elected. There's one small group that are elected and the rest are appointed. And the ones that are appointed into office have a chance to manipulate that process to create gain for themselves personally. Well, that's a scary thought when you think about who it is that you put in office really has to do with how much you can gain by their success. That's, that's corruption. It's also corrupt when families have a problem with managing their resources, whether it's, again, human resources or it's financial resources or it's relational resources, taking advantage of one another in order to create their own personal wants and goals and drives that have nothing to do with the overall success. And unfortunately, small businesses and large businesses, they have the same problem, corruption. But so do churches. Churches have a problem with corruption. Religious institutions all the way back. I mean, if you've ever read anything like the Bible or the Quran, there were confrontations. Jesus, as an example, confronted the leaders of the church, as well as the leaders of the government and the leaders of, say, the tax collectors and the money changers and those doing business. He confronted every one of them about their corruption. He said, look, you, you're making this a den of thieves. This is ridiculous. 
It's supposed to be something other than that. So what do leaders do about corruption? Well, a lot of leaders, sadly, they see the path of corruption. They see that by, you know, just a little favor over here and a little thank you over there and a little money slid this way, they can actually increase and improve their own position significantly. If I could just take a little $10,000 off the slush fund on this side and, and put it in the hands of this government entity in this nation, I could, I could improve my financial position significantly. And it's not really my $10,000, it's the company's, but it sure makes me look good. See, that's corruption. But the challenge with corruption is it's not always as visible as you think. So the only thing a leader can do about it is, number one, live with a high level integrity. If you don't have integrity, you're not going to be above corruption. Integrity says, even if it costs me personally, even if it costs me financially, emotionally, relationally, I'm going to do the right thing. The next step of that is to say, when I do see corruption, even on a small scale, perhaps someone is misled about what corruption is. They feel like, well, it's just everybody's doing it, or it's, it's not that big a deal. It's not that much money. But corruption is a seed that starts in the heart, not in the pocketbook. It's also a seed that destroys the heart, not just the pocketbook. And sure, people like Bernie Madoff are in jail for a long time for corruption, and so are the guys from Enron, and the list goes on and on. But that didn't start in their bank account, and it won't end there either. Leaders should be integrous in their operations, in their relationships, in the way they do things. And leaders should be brave enough to call it out when they see corruption rising up in the hearts of others as well. I hope you'll take that challenge today. Operate with integrity and call it out when you see it somewhere else. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Leadership team. If attitude is going to have a deep impact on your business and bottom line, make it a positive attitude with a positive impact. Visit jlaurenorris.com slash attitude hack 